What's up, guys? It's 9.01 a.m. Thursday, July 22nd, 2021 A.D. here in Los Angeles. I will be getting to your calls, guys. 888-775-3773. Quick, beautiful song. This is from 90 Pound Wuss. Hopefully short and sweet. I will talk you through it. Yes, 90 Pound Wuss is my favorite band. And so I play them. Or my favorite band from high school, anyway. From when I was in high school. And to this day, I guess. They are Christians. <laughs> I got... To this day! I got accused of playing... Bad music. And it might be true. But this is called Not Like Me. It's from the 1999 album, Short Hand Operation. Enjoy or not. I'll talk you through it. And we'll get started here. Here's 90 Pound Wuss. And the lyrics are included, hopefully, in the video. Don't worry, guys, it doesn't last too long. It's talking about being a Christian, I think. The struggles. Stephen Willis says, I'm jamming, I love it. Other people say, make it stop, no talent, cut it off. Horrible garbage. Not too bad, not too bad. Anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report, the Hague Report, la la la. Fine. I know that somebody's compared this group to suicidal tendencies. Is this album any closer to suicidal tendencies music than the prior 90 Pound Wuss album? Would you say our resident export expert skateboard white Chris? Do you would you say? 
Or no? Uh, it's sounding about the same to me so far. Okay. The same is in different from suicidal tendencies. Well, um, no, they, they have a kind of a similar sound to suicidal okay. tendencies. All right. Well, guys, James only has red hair because he headbanged too much as a teen going to sleep. <laughs> I didn't listen to this album going to sleep. I listened to this album exercising because I was injured, and so I was exercising instead of running. I was a runner in high school, kind of like that uh, young man who called my show, who was called my show frequently. He's a high schooler, and he's a runner. I was a runner in high school, but I got shin splints, bad, nasty shin splints. I thought I was going to get a stress fracture. I was running so much, and I didn't know that you're not supposed to strike with your heel, land with your on your heels. I thought you're supposed to land on your heels and kind of roll your feet. <laughs> and then later, I found out I'm I was walking around barefoot on the street years after I graduated from college and I decided, you know what, I'm going to plug my ears, cover my ears, and hear how it sounds. Land, walking on my heels, you know how you walk and you naturally land on your heels? Versus walking on like the balls of your feet. And every time I landed with my heels, it was doom, doom, doom inside my head when I closed my ears. And then when I walked on the balls of my feet, it was just quiet. I'm like, wow, I'm not supposed to be landing hard on my heels. No wonder I had shin splints. Of course, a lot of people land on their heels. Those Kenyans, I think they run like on their heels. They run barefoot uh, away from lions and stuff in Kenya. Anyway, guys, I have some stories for you. Let me show you this couple of pictures from... So-called world leaders. One of them I do consider to be a leader. I read about this in Hake News at the end of hour one. I called it Globo Homo. (laughs) It's a term that I've heard from some of you guys. Globo Homo. Homogeneity, right? They try to enforce their fake false values around the world. Their homosexual values around the world. (laughs) And speaking of homosexual, CNN, who promotes homosexuals and radical homosexuals, because there's no such thing as like a real homosexual. It's just like it's something that they're into. They're just into it. And then also feminists, females, degenerate females. That's what CNN promotes. That's all they promote. And victim-minded blacks, radical victim-minded blacks. Don Lemon, Van Jones, and I feel like there's some black female. Scum of the earth people. Here's a quote that CNN shared. I get their daily email updates. Sometimes I read them. (laughs) And listen, tell me what you think of this. What do you think of? I'll tell you what I think of when I hear this quote. I know what happens when you turn people into a minority. I'm like, whoa, based? And I hadn't ever heard of this man who said this before. And I used the term man very loosely. And it was in an intriguing quote. I know what happens when you turn people into a minority. Because it's intriguing because I don't know what happens when you turn people into a minority. I don't exactly know what happens. I know it's already happened to whites in America, particularly whites, young, young men and women. 
They are already a minority. The 16-year-olds and maybe 18-year-olds, who knows? Because I feel like I heard that statistic a few years ago. People like 15 and under are, are already a minority. And I feel like I heard that three or five years ago. So maybe all young adults, among all young adults, there is no majority. It's just a bunch of so-called minorities, including the so-called whites, including the whites, normal whites. But this is a quote, and so I'm like, wow, what does he mean by that? What does that mean? And is he taking up for white people becoming a mi- minorities in their own countries? No! This is Luxembourg. And I thought that that was a city, but it's a country. <laughs> Luxembourg. It's bordered by, like, Germany, Belgium, and France or something like that. I don't know my geography. I looked it up. Luxembourg has a radical homosexual... And again, it's fake things. Prime Minister Xavier, or Xavier Bettel. Look at the picture of this guy. And indeed, he looks like that. Doesn't he just look... I didn't know that he was this. I did not know that he was this. I'm like, oh, he doesn't look morally straight. And I look through his... Wikipedia. I should not be looking on Wikipedia. Go to infogalactic.com, guys. <laughs> That's an alternative to Wikipedia. That is... They, tr- they seek to be more accurate. If a little bit less up-to-date in certain instances, right? That's Xavier Bettel. And he warned, quote-unquote warned, Hungary's prime minister... Look at this guy. I've shown him before and I've talked about him a little bit. Viktor Orban. Orban. If you were this man, would you listen to the other male? Xavier Bettel? Behind closed doors? Would you go behind, behind closed doors with this other man? <laughs> about the consequences of Hungary's, and here's a buzzword, controversial... And controversial is CNN for for logical, anti-LGBTQ law. Because Hungary, I think Hungary is that country that banned homosexual propaganda, right? To kids, something like that. Anti-radical LGBTQ agenda law, right? Viktor Orban did suggest he would have a referendum on the law. What is a referendum? Is that where he send it to the people to the vote to vote or or he would issue some condemnation of it or something? I don't know. Suggested a referendum on the law in response to international condemnation. By international they mean globalist condemnation of this uh, of this law. And it's a justifiable law. They don't want to promote homosexuality in schools in um, the media. I don't remember the specifics of the law. I talked about it a few weeks ago. It's not really important. The point is, Hungary is trying to be a little bit Christian and, and right. A little bit sensible. Whereas the whole rest of the world, international community, globalists who hate Christians and pretend to support people's rights, they don't support They don't support these people who are into this degeneracy. People who are into this degeneracy are being enabled by this, these degeneracy enablers and promoters. Take care business bear says ban rainbow crap. 
rainbow being a, a reference, not to God's promise, not to flood the whole world again. I heard that central, I heard that central China, by the way, is getting flooded like crazy. Major rains. People, 30 people died so far, I think, in central China because of crazy rains. And they're claiming, oh, climate change. There's fires going on around the world. Oh, it's climate change. Give me a break. People don't know what they're talking about. It's all a big agenda, right, to take control. But it's pressure from the evil radicals in Viktor Orban. I don't know. Maybe he's like a, maybe he's a pretty solid guy. I don't know. Viktor Orban, the prime minister of Hungary. But uh, I thought the turning people into a minority was a warning against the attack on whites. I thought wrong. It was a radical homosexual pretending that, ter- pretending that it's turning LGBT people who are already a so-called minority into a minority. What are you talking about? doesn't even make sense. It's not even a logical statement. Well, he's not a logical person. It's not logical to be going, getting into that stuff. It's not logical to be self-destructive and degenerative, morally degenerative. Dark Side of the Bear What gave a super chat, super cap, on trovo.live slash the Hague Report and said, suicidal tendencies is a reference to a punk band, right, or a post-punk band. Institutionalized is a song I bet you would like, Hake, and it clearly illustrates the differences from 90 Pound Wuss, but it, w- but it is similar, I'll give it that. Difference is Jay Adams' skater type more aimed at criticism of the corrupting institutions of the U.S. versus a Christian-based band. Well, this is more than, well, it, yes, thank you, appreciate that. Prodigal White Chris, says Lin Yen Chin with a, with a colorful chat on Trovo, has advanced the, to the JLP frame of reference where thoughts and emotions no longer bind him to their gravity. Amazing progression. Congratulations to Prodigal White Chris. I don't know why he's calling you Prodigal. He's trying to, but uh, Chris acknowledges and thanks you, Lin Yen Chin. Did your favorite pizza place gift you a birthday pizza? What is my favorite pizza place? I have not been up to No Name Pizza up in uh, Big Bear lately. I have not been to... Is there a pizza place up in, in uh, Mammoth that I like? I'm not sure. It's been years. Maybe even decades. Um... Was my, I don't know what my favorite pizza place is anymore. There used to be a Little Caesars. I've never heard of Rocket Pizza. What's Rocket Pizza? <laughs> What's the uh, conspiracy one? Oh, Comet Pizza. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's a good thing I don't live in Washington, D.C. <laughs> uh, Comet Pizza. Comet Pizza. That is the place where... There was a conspiracy theorist, allegedly, who shot into the ground with a, what was it, a shotgun or something like that? Concerned about Pizzagate. And I heard that Robbie Williams, Robbie Williams, the singer, who seems at times not morally straight, but at times, I guess, even then, (laughs) uh, yeah, he's not very morally straight, but I heard that he said that the, um, the right questions have not been asked in the, in the mainstream, nor answered in the mainstream ro- surrounding the uh, Pizzagate things. Pizzagate is a, ref- a reference to um, 
was it Podesta? Podesta. John Podesta. His emails leaked during the, uh, I think by WikiLeaks, or else by DNC leaks, or something. And he was saying all kinds of weird stuff and communicating with this Marina Abramovic, by the way, spirit-cooking woman. Just some nutty, weird, weirdo stuff. And he has some photographs of him doing, being all weird. John Podesta is a big-time, like, Clinton guy. Clinton guy. He was involved in the Hillary Clinton campaign. And they're a bunch of sick people. You, you say you have... Oh, no, never mind. Anyway, um, I'm going to talk about the homelessness going out of control, the, uh, the shoplifting here in Cali, California, going out of control, and Cheshire Cat smiling liar... Joe Biden going out of control. Speaking of Pizzagate, Comet Pizza is run, and this homosexual propaganda. Pizza, Comet Pizza is a, I think Baked Alaska went there. <laughs> Always looking for attention. Nice guy, though. Christian. He went to APU, just like me. <laughs> What's that tell you? I didn't know that. Um, Comet Pizza is run by this homosexual guy, like, Elephantis? Elephant? James Elephantis or something like that? And, or maybe the, the ex, so-called boyfriend of that person? And he was, maybe it was that guy, and he was involved in this degenerate so-called relationship with the guy, Brock, David Brock, I think, who runs... Media Matters or something like that? Or he started Media Matters? This David Brock guy used to be a conservative, supposedly. Then he turned, like, radical homosexual and went just off the deep end evil. Even Bill O'Reilly has called this guy out as evil. If Bill O'Reilly calls you evil, and you're not, like, a, and you're not just, like, a, a white guy who's all into the white thing, but you're, like, a liberal, you are evil. That guy, he was like in like there's all kinds of it's a weird town, Washington DC. Strange pictures. Those people are I don't know about the theories. Even without the theories though, perverted. Sick. Not good. <laughs> hey, you're late to the party. I got a tin foil hat for you. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I heard about this stuff, and I read a little bit about it. I saw some of the 4chan posts and stuff like that. All the translations of these terms, like, I don't even want to repeat. I don't even want to repeat it, because it's so gross and terrible and sick. But it is devilish. Devilish is a word that I grew up with. Anyway, guys, let me get on to a call or two. Callers already on hold. There's one line open. You can call in 888-775-3773. 888-775-3773. Let me get to Art in Ohio. Art, how are you doing? Hey, what's up with my main man, Hakey Hey. 
Nothing much. How about you? Hey, I'm all right. I'm all right, man. I appreciate you for uh, taking my call or whatnot. Yeah. And, uh, uh, what was I about to say? Uh, you, I, I like it because you, you stay on the field. You stay on the battlefield. You know what I mean? Uh, and you don't never want to get too far away from your generals and your soldiers to where you don't know what's going on on the battlefield. You see what I'm saying? The people that's actually on the ground that can see what's going on. So uh, my first thing is... Uh, I noticed that uh, you get certain demographic of callers or whatnot, and I noticed that a lot of the white callers, they seem to be, when they turn in like 20-something years old and in their 20s, they mid-20s, they're finding out about God. Do you think that that could be possibly the problem to where that's where the, a lot of the uh, white community is uh, docile to where they uh, don't have they don't know when to whip their kids. You see what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Do you think that could be uh, playing a uh, part in that? You mean that the fact that they're not get you're not they're not learning about God until they're until they're like twenties, mid twenties. Well, and their yeah, and their parents ain't their parents don't even know about them. But go ahead, I'm listening. Uh, maybe so. I think there is a uh, kind of an unchecked problem in the white world, including among people who were Christians. For example, yeah. I mean, even my parents, they were raised going to church, but they didn't consider themselves to be Christians until later when somebody told them about Christianity, and then they became Christians themselves, and then they raised us real, like, super Christian. But even yeah. then, we weren't really dealing with issues within the family, and it wasn't like... There was a... There was a, um... I guess a non-confrontational way about whites, like you mentioned, docile, about even the Christian whites who weren't morally strong and courageous and, and confrontational when, it, when at times that we needed to be confrontational. So yeah. I think there's a problem in the culture, even with this belief in God, where even the Christian whites, and in some cases the Christian whites are even worse, because this fake Christianity has come forth where you be, where you act all nice but you don't confront evil within uh -huh. the family and within yourself and outside. There's this, oh, you can continue to sin. You're never going to stop sinning, which is a lie. Yeah. So, yeah, I think there's, I think that does have to do with what's going on. And I agree, which I think, I don't think I, I know it is because I noticed it in the black community. But it's having me wonder, just like I always say, that you sweep the trash. Instead of picking the trash up, you sweep it to one one corner right. of the room and it's still in the house and it still stinks. And I feel <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's happening in the black community because you notice that a lot of the ones that are supposed to be standing up, they ain't standing up. And I feel like that the ones, both of the ones that are not really knowing about Father God and the ones that are black so-called fake Christians that have been brought up by these so-called moms, single moms, they're getting the fake version too, so that ends up making them docile. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And, and demoralized. And the whole reason why I'm bringing this up is because I noticed on uh, some uh, another another person's show or whatnot that is on before yours that it was a caller that was saying that his daughter was standing over him with, uh, over her, the wife with a hammer. And yeah. I noticed that didn't nobody ever say, well, did you whip the little girl? Right. Did you spank, did you spank, did you spank her? And with a lot of 
fake Christian, so-called Christians, uh, fail to realize you're supposed to uh, whip your child because it says that in the Bible. You see what I'm saying? Spare and, the uh, rod, spoil the child. He who spares the rod hates his son. Yeah. That's what the Bible says. And, and how America has this set up, you're right, you're right. And how America has this set up, all mommy and the government all in your business, you can't even whip your child. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So if you can't whoop them and the female is running the house or whatnot and she's really against you, but she acting like she is, but when the dad ain't there, she's turning the kids against them, then you setting the kids up to where even if the dad is in the house, he's a beta to when the kids, if they ain't disciplined, that they're going to end up going out here getting into trouble and the police and the uh, judges become their dad. Right. And it's too late by the, it's too late by then. Yeah, it's true. It's and, a big mess. And then I want to say something else, too, or whatnot, as far as I noticed that uh, uh, us, us a lot of people that try to, when they call in, they, they say the uh, fake Israelites and art is a so-called tribe of Judah. And it's like, well, more of the evidence, factual evidence, lead to lead me to believe that I would be an Israelite or tribe of Judah, then it isn't. More, it, it, I can understand if the evidence was showing that I'm lying, but that more the evidence is showing that I'm telling where I'm going with it. I'm, I, I'm who my tribe is. Is they, the facts is basically leading to that. And my thing is this: who is anybody else to try to tell me what my uh, what my uh, religion is or who I'm supposed to be? If you don't, if if you ain't an Israelite or if you ain't a Christian or if you ain't a tribe, you that's you. You that don't have nothing to do with me. I know who I am. You need to figure out who you are. You see what that's, I'm saying? Because I don't need fair. people don't need to to worry about that. But yeah. I think you're not the you're not one of the main offenders. There's other so called Israelites or tribe of Judah people who are more off the deep end than you are. I don't know yeah. if you're. I don't think that you're knowingly lying. But I think you, I think you're buying into a lie. Well, but then that's the thing where I have my thing is with the the uh, so-called whites and stuff. And I ain't saying all of the whites, but it's because it's a, it's a lot of whites that do really know the Bible since they were young. Right. Maybe that's maybe that's because that they don't understand and know uh, all the script all the scriptures, which I ain't saying that I do, but right. I do know most of the the ones that make me believe that who I am and let me know who I am. So is that your religion or is that your your blood? It's my religion and my blood. Oh, okay. Because a lot of people say, oh, this is not my... Because re- I've known some Israelites. I've traveled to... one. I one time traveled with uh, Jesse Lee Peterson to Las Vegas. And Jesse debated this elder Rashwa or something like that over there. And that's a, that's a group of Israelite guys, black Hebrew Israelite guys who are pretty nice. Pretty nice. They're not the ones who are... You know, the people who are all radical and cussing and hate whites and all that stuff. These guys are not so much like that. They do have a little bit of that. They think, oh, white supremacy is real, some of them. But and I, but these guys, it, uh, he debated them, and some of them said, oh, that's not, that's not my religion. That's just my blood. Yeah. So you're yeah, not well, a Christian. I mean, I, is that I, what you're saying? You're I, not a Christian? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, I am, I, I am a Christian because you gotta remember that's what, that's what I was, uh, that's what I was really, but it falls okay. Christianity falls off into Judah, Judah, tribe of Judah. Right, because and it, and Jesus it, was from there, right? Was, wasn't Jesus from there? 
some uh, uh, I ain't for sure. I ain't gonna say. I ain't yeah. gonna. I ain't gonna stay for sure if I ain't got okay. the scripture. Uh, the scripture in front of them. But I definitely get what you're saying because that's my thing too. Is I can hear a lot of these so-called Israelites speaking and 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 see some of them and understand and know by even just looking at them in their conversation that they ain't. Because a lot of people they think that they Moors, they think that they Gigi and. They thinking that they uh, uh, Native American uh, Indian in here in America, right. and a lot of them ain't. You see what I'm saying? So you got a lot of imposters all all the way around. You see what I'm saying? But uh, I'm trying to think. Is that with oh and dirty dirty Nancy Pelosi, man? <laughs> uh-huh. Oh man, I heard somebody talking. I right, man, Nancy Pelosi, man. The, I'm trying to tell just like Chris Cross said, man. Uh, <laughs> The the rhymes the rhymes that she kicked the the crisscrossed the old rap group when I was a kid right. I was probably like six years old when they jump, came jump. out they yeah jump <laughs> jump yeah and uh, Nancy Pelosi sweetie those rhymes that you kicking is wiggity whack girl you need to <laughs> boot, your rhymes that she kicking is straight booty <laughs> she is what's prompting you to say this about her today because I know that she's been pulling shenanigans. Go ahead. What shenanigans is you talking about? Well, I'm pretty I sure heard, we're talking about this. I overheard uh, Tucker Carlson playing uh, yesterday. His He has a show on Fox News, as you may know. And Tucker mm. made the claim that Nancy has shut down every attempt to investigate the security situation, the security failure, the reason why we did not have enough security at our nation's capital. And Trump wanted security, but Muriel Bow- Muriel Bowser is she the I don't know the uh, the you know the black female D.C. mayor and nervous Nancy Pelosi who's in charge of the Capitol Police the mayor's in charge of some group and they were they were not having sufficient they didn't want sufficient security whereas Trump believe- did and that's a manly believe- thinking and they uh so. She's shut down all the investigation. Meanwhile, she pretends like she wants an investigation into January 6th, an attack on the Trump supporters. And she's even vetoing, ha- like, halfway wannabe imitation decent congressmen, like Jim Jordan, who has expressed uh, a little bit of leeriness about the election, and another guy, Banks, I think, who's expressed leeriness yeah. about the election. She doesn't want them on this January 6th committee. So she's an evil person, a total phony, and we've known this forever, but she's stayed consistent even to this day. Consistent. Yeah. I promise she's an all she's an all-star Democrat. She got the she is consistently a F up. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh-huh. And uh uh, she, it, this is just crazy, you know what I mean? And the fact that they even tried to block that Larry Elder dude trying to run for governor of California. They try, They were actually trying to block him. You can't be doing that, man. The, the American citizens, they want to have him run. They, he needs to be running. Right. You know, they don't, them, them females don't have no control over that. And, uh, and, I, and then I'm glad you said something about uh, 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 Jordan. Jim Jordan, uh, he need to... Uh, why are all these politicians up here in Ohio, only way they're going to get any male support or any... Uh, True Negro support, whether it's from the alpha females or alpha males, mm-hmm. is y'all better start talking about this uh, alleged mother state of Ohio because this is where a lot of this liberal nonsense is coming from. Ohio is a mother state, man. That, really? that, that means yes, it is. So that means that a lot of these uh, 
your BLM and the crazies is up here, and they pushing a pedophile agenda here. Because you got to remember that when you got the single female homes, they push that nonsense. Wow. I did and not know that about Ohio. I always thought Ohio mother- was like country. I remember being no. shocked when I heard PA was liberal, but Ohio too, huh? Well, they have that Mike Listen. DeWine guy. Mike DeWine, yep. isn't he a liberal? Yeah, you know, come on, you know he is. Yeah. And Jim Jordan, Jim Jordan, that's my man. I like him or whatnot. Yeah. But we need to we need to start hitting home where it really counts and talk about the real issues. And Ohio can't be no mother state because I don't support pedophiles, man. And right. when it ain't no man around, we know what happens in the home. Yeah. And I got I got I got to give me ten to fifteen more seconds. I'm gonna tell you a story about when I was in elementary school. I knew this girl, uh, this young girl, and she used to stink. And I used to uh, make fun of her or whatnot. And uh, come to find out, she was getting molested. But we was kids. We ain't caring nothing about it. I yeah. was just crack jokes on her. She was stink. But it, it dawned on me. I said, and the teachers knew about this. Wow. And it's like, didn't nobody, didn't nobody say nothing about this? Because the, the kids was all clowning and talking about it. You know what I mean? Right. And shame on me. And shame on me. I was a kid at the time. And even the principal was a female teacher. And that's what happens when you have females running stuff, man. You got people getting, and this is an incident I know hands on. Where and, and the teachers and the principals knew at the school that I went to was the lady teacher and the lady principal. And this is the type of nonsense that's going on in Ohio, in these mother states, in these Democratic-ran areas. God bless you, hate. God bless that cash, and I'll catch you later, man. Trump. Thank you, Art. Appreciate you. Very nice, man. Wow. There is some evil stuff going on around the world and around the country. Touch children, as you guys know. And he, br- he, makes up a, he brings up a great point. It's not made up point. It's a, he's bringing up a great point. Is the fact that the fathers aren't in the home to protect the children. And they, they love that. They lick their chops at that. And they're, they being the liberals, the Democrats, the rhinos even, stand by and let it happen. Even Mormons. Even Mormons in the state of Utah. I told you about this story very briefly. Where if a mother is a single mother, she, meaning she's unmarried, she can adopt away the father's child without the father's consent or even knowledge. She doesn't want to take care of the kid or she just wants to be spiteful against the father. The father can want the, the child. And the, uh, I guess the Mormons think, oh, well... Since it's not married, since they're not married, the father shouldn't have any rights. What? And that's so counterproductive to the child's uh, well-being. The child wants his father and mother. If he can't have both, he wants the father. Or she wants the father, the child. There's story after story of that stuff happening. So even the Mormons are messing this up. And the fake Christians tend to just want to blame the men and give all the past to the women, but it is the women are doing the major damage. Major damage, and they're uh, bringing in step-parents. Step-parents are notorious for problems with the children. Problems. Let me just put it in a G-rated terms. So it's, it's sick stuff. Larry Elder 
cleared for California gubernatorial recall ballot after winning his lawsuit. Wow, he sued and he won already. Wow, what in the world? Talk about quick work. Let's see if he can make quick work of the problems in California if he can win. That would be awesome. I thought that they were going to try to shut him out because that... Can you Google Shirley Weber? She's this black female. She's the Secretary of State. Who was the... I think I mistook Javier Becerra for the... Xavier Becerra. He's the Secretary of Health and Human Services. He was a former California sleaze. And he's now a Biden person. But he was... Okay, he was Attorney General of California. Who was the Secretary of State? California's... Shirley Weber is now the Secretary of State. And she's a black female reparations proponent. She was pushing this reparations stuff. And she's... I think Chris finished my sentence for me. <laughs> I said, she's, and I paused, and he's all ugly. <laughs> That's the word for it. Is that what you said? Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, she is ugly. On the inside, even worse than on the outside, if you can even imagine that. And it is true. Look at her. She's wearing this African thing, or wannabe African thing. I bet you she was born in, like, Arkansas. And raised in Los Angeles, but she's wearing all this African stuff. Talk about a traitor. Oh, yeah, she was nominated by Beta Governor Gavin Grusom. <laughs> Newsom. Uh, to succeed Alex Padilla. Because Alex Padilla... Can you believe it? We had a guy named Alex Padilla as the California so-called Secretary of State. The Secretary of State is in charge of running fair and free elections. (laughs) And they are. They are. I'm just saying that. Alex Padilla became the senator in place of cackling Kamala Harris. Cackling Kamala Harris. I don't believe, personally, I'm very leery, that she was even legitimately a senator, much less a vice president. The reason I say that is because there are questions about the circumstances of her birth. Yeah, she was born here in America, but I think she was born to students who were here on, like, student visa at best. I don't think that they had become naturalized citizens. A Jamaican and an India woman. A woman from India. (sighs) So anyway, uh, I guess Shirley Weber wasn't able to... to shut Larry Elder out. And some of you guys may know of candidates that you prefer to Larry Elder, but as the uh, mainstream, palatable politicians go, and this man is not a politician, but he's turning into one, like Trump was not a politician, but he became one, and a good one, I say, if any politician is good. I think that this guy is pretty solid. All right? I've heard somebody mentioned some other guy. Somebody mentioned some other guy on my sh- on my show, and I I've mentioned Kevin Kiley too. There's another guy, Terino or something like that, but I can't find his name. He's kind of hard to find. It's it's a it's a pain. I saw anomaly men- show him getting getting sworn in, no mask. <laughs> Good for him, but uh, I do overall. I do like 
Larry Elder. But Shirley Weber, evil. Gavin Gruesome, a sick person. And so, yeah, right on. Right on. Let me get to Mark in Santa Monica, California. Mark, how are you doing? Very good. Happy White History Month. Thank you. Happy White History Month to you as well. Thank you. Yeah, I wanted to bring up a couple things first. I thought of you yesterday. I was watching an old movie from the 40s called Gentleman's Agreement. It was produced or directed by Elian Kazan, the commie, exposed, admitted communist. And in the show, made in 1943, they attacked Senator Bilbo and the poll tax in the movie. Wow. So, the, yeah, the commies from the 40s who ran Hollywood aren't quite as gross and, gr- and evil, maybe, as the ones that are there today. But they were just as vicious and white-hating and American-hating then wow. as they are today. The difference? They were kept at bay right. by a patriotic government. But their evil was still uh, there. I mean, yeah. you know, if, you, if you know what to look for, if you watch some of these old commie movies, the evil anti-American, anti-white theme right. is there. Okay. Just not as, as open as today. Um, the other thing, um, with the recall... I had no idea about voting, that. Way back in the 40s. Oh, yeah. Elian yep. Kazan. K-A-Z-A-N. He actually, there was a cell of non-Christians, I'll leave it that way, of non-Christian commies running Hollywood in the 50s. You know what I'm saying. And they were arrested, the Hollywood 10. And out of those 10, nine were not Christians, and they weren't Muslims either. So I'll leave it to the viewer to decide what they were. (laughs) But um, they did a lot of evil, and they were exposed. But Kazan who made that piece of trash called Gentleman's Agreement mm-hmm. with Top Red Gregory Peck uh, was made in 43, 1943, and uh, uh, he actually exposed the fellow commies in Hollywood back in the 50s. And some years ago, they didn't want to give him some kind of an award because of his, um, well, because he did the right thing and turned in his communist allies. All of the top commies of the day didn't want him to get the award. I think they ended up giving it to him. I mean, you could either love the guy or hate the guy. He did one good thing in his life okay. by exposing the other communists. And, um, yeah, if I could say this, and this, then I'll let you go. On White History Month, and I don't know if Jesse invented it or came up with it. It's a great idea, and I support it, and I love it. Yeah. Um, but just to let you know, and I don't mean to put a dim thing on this because uh, I don't think it's a, I think it's a great thing, but actually Tom Metzger, I don't know if you know who that is, but he came up with the white history month way, way back about 30 years ago, but nobody paid attention to him. Yeah. So just, you know, for the record, okay. This, this white history month was on, uh, was, uh, announced, but ignored, you know, decades ago. But you right. guys are picking up the uh, mantle. I love you. I love cool. everything you guys do. And I am voting for Larry Elder. Okay, man. I appreciate it. As of now, that's who I'm voting for, too. I'm, I really don't see me changing my mind, but we'll see, what, we'll see how it goes. We have less than two months till the vote, September 14th, everybody. 
get registered. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Thank Appreciate you. you. Take bye -bye. care. Bye. Bye. Wow. History lessons. You guys know your stuff. You know, before I get to, I have Samuel in Sweden coming right up and Chuck in Detroit. He's calling in again. Try, try again. Very nice, guys. Hang tight, guys. Let me show you this. Biden. Sleazy Biden. Sleepy Joe. I have this two-minute clip. Let me just play it right off. Clip 12. I think it's clip 12 that I'm playing. Yeah, let me play this clip right off. 12. Uh, Sleazy Joe, this is from CNN Politics, Communist Nonsense Network. Pushing the vaccine hype and the, and the virus hype. Here is Sleazy Joe talking about this stuff. It's kind of just an informative, here's what they're pushing. Uh, he had a town hall. The so-called president had a town hall. Sparsely attended, I will, I will add. <laughs> On with that radical, evil, Trump-hating, white-hating, Christian-hating, man-hating Don Lemon of CNN. And Biden says that the unvaccinated are to blame for the new so-called pandemic. And the vaccinated people won't die. And he's also pushing kids under 12 to wear masks. Give me a break. Listen to this. Hospitalizations, death, rising. So you said last month that this, um, that the virus was in retreat. Do you still feel that way? Is that still well, the virus, case? look, here's, it's real simple. We have a pandemic for those who haven't gotten a vaccination. It's that basic, that simple. 10,000 people have recently died. 9,950 of them or thereabouts are people who hadn't been vaccinated. This is a simple, basic proposition. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized, you're not going to be in an ICU unit, and you're not going to die. So it's gigantically important that you act like, we all act like Americans that care about our, our fellow Americans. To get, there's legitimate questions people can ask they, that they worry about getting vaccinated, but the questions should be asked, answered, and people should get vaccinated. But this is not a pandemic. We've made sure that since I got in office, we've, we've inoculated over 160 million people. 85% of people over the age of 50. Anyway, yeah. it's frustrating. What do, you, what do you say to people who are worried about a new round of restrictions and mask mandates and so forth? Well, I'm saying, look, <laughs> it's a little bit like when I got elected. You know, uh, the, this pandemic is out of control. You know, we've lost more people in the United States, over 630-some thousand people, than in every major war we've ever fought I don't in think the United true. States of America. And that's come to a screeching halt for those who've been vaccinated. It really has, not a joke. This is overwhelming evidence to sustain that. And so what I say to people who are worried about a new pandemic is get vaccinated. If you're vaccinated, even if you do catch the virus, quote unquote, mm -hmm. like people talk about it in normal terms, you're an overwhelming, not many people do. If you do, you're not likely to get sick. You're probably going to be symptomless. You're not going to be in a position where, you're, where your life is in danger. So it's really kind of basic. <laughs> uh, I see people in the chat saying, but 50 people, according to his own numbers, died who were so-called vaccinated. 
It reminds me of the double standard that they have for Sleepy Joe speaking imprecisely versus our real president Donald J. Trump speaking like a man, although he may be imprecise at times. He is at the root of the issue and at heart honest and truthful, but they call, still call him a liar because they hate the man who's telling the truth, but they love the man who speaks just as imprecisely as Trump, but he's on, on their side. Evil. He also said that children under age 12 may have to wear masks in classrooms this fall unless they become eligible for vaccines soon. And these vaccines, they changed the definition of vaccines. The dictionary, fake news. Dictionary is fake news. Because so many people are calling this thing a vaccine, even though it's, it works a little bit differently from your traditional vaccine, from the, the uh, traditional definition of vaccine. He added there could be a so-called new pandemic. Always threaten us with more, more ways of power grabbing and gaining control if this so-called Delta variant, the India mutation, is allowed to spread. Communities are going to have to ensure parents are being honest. What? I got this from the internet, by the way. The internet is uh, a great source. Shout out. White, happy White History Month. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, communities are going to have to ensure that parents are being honest, Biden said, once that vaccines are approved for kids. It reminds me of Hillary Cl- communist, communist Clinton saying, it takes a village to raise a child. Subverting the parents. Like what Art was talking about, taking away the children from the parents so that they're able to be used and abused and manipulated and brainwashed to support homosexuality and transgender madness and communism and hate whites and hate Christians and hate men and never become men, never become real women. What a mess, huh? A matter of community responsibility. Here's a quote that uh, the internet grabbed off of New York Post from this so-called town hall. Uh, It's going to be a little bit tight in terms of, well, our mom and dad being honest that, you know, Johnny did or did not get vaccinated. That's going to raise questions. But I think what's going to happen is you're going to see this work out in ways that people are going to know in the community. Whoa. Tattletales. Communist governments like you to rat on... Evil, basically evil people, control freak, control freaks. Who's more control freakish than a woman or a female-minded liberal male? Like Don Lemon (laughs) or sleazy Joe Biden or Fauci. Everybody knows in the community whether or not Johnny really did get the vaccination when he was 15 or 17 years old. And so it's going to be a matter of community responsibility. The CDC is going to say that What you should do is everyone under the age of 12 should probably be wearing a mask, and that's probably going to happen, Biden said. And the internet, uh, this guy on the internet said it's going to be vaxxed versus unvaxxed. Jim Crow for the unvaccinated. (laughs) Only worse, because these people are not justice-minded. I think that the people in the South who are pushing the Jim Crow stuff are, are less evil than these people. That's my sense about it. And uh, just a reminder from back in March, there was this MIT study, MIT being, I think, Massachusetts Institute of Technology or whatever. 
Their study conducted in March found that the virus skeptics were more highly informed on the data data than the female-minded freak-out liberal media believers who are Nazi commies telling you to, oh my gosh, wear a mask, oh, stay away, shut down the, shut down the restaurants, shut down this and that. You're a, you're a selfish person. <laughs> Evil people who don't know what they're talking about. The same people who push this climate change madness and all that stuff. Ridiculous. Let me get to Sw- Samuel in Sweden. How are you doing, Samuel? Thank you for holding. Samuel. 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 Well, I'll put him on hold. Let me get to Chuck in Detroit. Daniel over there, can you check on Samuel for me? Chuck in Detroit, Michigan. Yeah, I'm the Hey, I'm the one you love to hate. What's going on? I don't hate you. Oh, you well, everybody over here, man. Hey, look. <laughs> you should be an entertainer. You you missing your calling. I am you, an entertainer. You, you know, I entertain and inform. Right, awesome. You or should remind, because most of you guys are already informed, except for you. Okay, you you should go on stage. <laughs> oh, thank you, you. You should crack jokes. Okay. Yeah, because you got us laughing all the time. What's my time. What's my main joke? Chuck. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, man. <laughs> Damn, yes. got but it. Yeah, but anyway, uh, I want to discuss to you. Uh, I, I could tell a lot. It's a lot I want to say. Let I me know. say this yeah. about another caller. It was a guy, a white guy, called behind me. He, I like him. That's what, let me get to that point. Oh, but okay. Listen, All right. This is what I liked about him. Man, he, he, he just, he checkmate on, on you. He checkmated on you. He was <laughs> like, yeah, uh, the guy, this the guy I'm talking about. He said, uh, can't you uh, change your delivery? When you say you people, can't you say it a different way? Remember that guy? Oh, that guy? That's the guy you like? Yeah. That's the guy I like. Because you was like, hey, <laughs> you thought like that was what? a checkmate? Oh, like, uh, uh, listen, this is the checkmate part. You was like, in what way? Because you thought you was ready for him. You was like, yeah. And what way are you talking about? And he was like, stop the hate. When he dropped the mic on you right there, he killed you. He, everybody <laughs> at my house was like, ooh, 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 wow. Nice. I mean, really. I mean, yeah, that was nice. But, Who uh, all is in your house? You, uh, you said what? Who all is in your house without doxing yeah. them? Who all is in your house? Just out of curiosity. Without say that word without doing what? You said everybody in the house was like, ooh, who was in your yes. house that went like that? My friend, my family and friends. Okay, <laughs> my nice. My family and friends. Appreciate yeah. that. That's cool. They, they, they listening now, so. Nice. But anyway. So, hey, uh, what, you mentioned a prior yes. caller. Before you get to your topic, I will let you okay, get to it. Okay, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Did you hear Lord Grimm come on the show yesterday after you? Uh, not, uh, Lord Grimm from Washington, D.C.? Black guy? Yeah, black guy. Yeah. A sensible was, black yeah, man. I, I heard, yeah, I love that brother. Me too. That's my brother. But go ahead. Why do you say he's your brother? I don't know if he's your brother. Yeah, you talking about the guy who was getting on your case about not letting me get to my point? No, that, guy, that was T from Alabama. Well, that's my brother. That's oh, the one. oh, yeah, that's I know true. Who you talk, I yeah, know T who from you Alabama about. is your brother. Lord Grimm he, is more like I my know. brother. Oh, right, he is. He is your right, brother. Because, I, the one because who, we're the, the Christians, who, and you hey, are the Satanists. 
He described you to a T. He's all, uh, tell him I you said just came thing. in acting like you're trying to clown me and stuff like that, and you didn't even yeah, have a real guy. point. Right, right, that guy. Yeah, you're right, that's your brother. Like, Jesse is your brother. Right. <laughs> okay, well, he I don't got know. that understood. Yeah, but that's, yes, because we're yeah, okay, Christians. Yeah, so. We love what's right. Right, right, yeah. right, right. And then Enjoy you, you hate what's right. Yeah. You, you okay, hate white people, you hate black people. No, see, this way you're wrong. I don't hate whites or blacks. Yeah, I you love do. blacks. Everybody everybody know I love black people. No, <laughs> you do not love black people. If well, you, you love white black... women, if you're all into I, white women, I, I, and I don't want to get into yeah. this too much, then you don't love I black people. Don't. Well, I have a biracial child. I'm not surprised. Right, you said I hate white people and black people. My child is both. That doesn't and mean I love anything. My child to death. You do, you mean do not I love, love your child. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. But what I wanted to talk to you about is uh, this. Uh, let's talk about, is this touchy? <laughs> do this scare you? Let's, yeah, I heard you. Oh, boy, over there shaking. And the guy was right. You you are pink. Uh, no, let's talk I'm white. About, uh, I'm yeah, white. You, you're white. Yeah, you are white. Thank that's you. how we know you're white. Like he said, you can see your blood, right. and that's what makes you pink. You're pink, <laughs> white, and red. Move, moving uh, on. Yes, moving on. Not you picking up from me. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the white man's fear. Let's talk about white man's fear. Do you what do you talk know about, about it? That? What do you know about white man's fear? Uh, what is it? Yesterday, why were you so in fear of me bringing that point home? Oh, I don't like inappropriate uh, references being put out on my mm-hmm. show, and you have established a reputation in just four calls that you've called into my show or whatever. You've uh, made vulgar references, and so in order to head off any possibility of vulgar reference, out of an uh, instinctive move, I hung up on you before you were able to mention whatever you were going to mention regarding yeah, the my make my point. regarding the prison. Yeah, because yeah. right. I felt well, like you were going to make a, some sort of sexual or rapey reference, well, and I'm not into that. Right, right, right. Neither, neither was am I. I correct? But see, no, you were very wrong. If you want me to tell you what I was going to say, that want me to tell you now what I was leading up to. If it's clean, if it's completely clean, and you wouldn't mind a a five-year-old child, okay, hearing it, go for it. It's clean. It's clean. (laughs) A five-year-old child probably won't know what I'm talking about anyway. But it better be clean. Okay, go for it. (laughs) Now, don't interrupt me like you've been doing. Now, look, this is reference in reference to what you said, that the black community has a problem with... Uh, pedophiles, right? That's our thing, you said, right? You said that's a black thing, am I correct? In essence, yeah. Okay, right. So my point, when I brought up the jail thing, right? I was just trying to, my my uh, what I was getting to, I was just going to tell you who's coming through the door the most for that particular crime. Uh-oh. That's what I was going to say. Oh, okay. That white, old white men are the ones coming through the door. Do you know what that crime you, per capita that, that you listen? Hold uh, what on, about, hold how about on. per capita? Okay, how about per number? How about per person? Yeah. How about hey? Let me t- hey. So maybe you, it's you so com- maybe it's fifty so-called whites, and okay, then forty blacks. But per capita, it's way that? out of proportion. 
and I'll tell you what else is going on. There is a hold on, hey, hey. Now this let me this. just let Are me just you tell you what else is going that? on, and then you can ask your question. <laughs> what else is going on is a no snitch culture in the black community. Absolutely. Whereas with whites, oh, oh we oh we snitch on we. That's why we have lower crime. Yes. That's one of the reasons we have lower crime rates. That, you, made, you made you made a good point right yeah. there. That now I gotta give you that. That's one for you. Right. Y'all will call the police and maybe man, on, you know what? On each other, on our fellow whites. Yes, yes, you will. Yeah. You know, hey, listen. Guess who? See how we come. See how when you're right, I'm on your side. Uh, and I, I'm, 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 I'm listen. I'm going to listen. See, now I'm being serious. I'm yeah, going to share that. I'm going to, I'm going to share that information with some black people because that's that's strong right there. Yeah. But let me tell you this: what's strong? What you should share with your white friends and people? <laughs> no, I ain't, no, I'm keeping it well. Go ahead, go ahead. I ain't going. I ain't going nowhere. Listen. You should tell the next white person when y'all get in a true conscious conversation, your enemy is not the black man, we're the minority. Your enemy, Hank, is the white man, your white brother. He's the one holding you back, not me. I'm not in power, but your brother is. So why you're not in power, Hank? That means your brother is holding you back. Okay, very deep. Thank you, Chuck. You know, I have... Uh, should I take this risk? Lord Grimm from Washington, D.C. is the caller who was criticizing you yesterday with some excellent criticisms. Bring, Do you want, bring them out. You want to talk to him? Okay. Now, yes. I have to remind you again, Chuck, keep it clean, otherwise I am hanging up on you. I'm, I'm keeping All it right. clean. Lord Grimm from D.C., you're on with Chuck, and I'll give you guys with two Dr. minutes. With Dr. Detroit. Yeah. What's up, uh, what's up, uh, Uncle Tom? Hey, Uncle Tom, how you doing? <laughs> How you doing, you know Uncle Ruckus? You know you're What's a funny up, dude, Ruckus? right? Come on Chuck, with it, yeah. Come on with it. Chuck, Come on, bro. Chuck, you sound like you yes. sound like a, a old little baby or something, like an old little kid. You, you right. Think, you, you, sound, said, you, you sound you sound like Uncle Ruckus. Ruckus. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You hold sound on, like uh, Uncle hold Ruckus. On, beta mail, beta mail, beta mail. Hold on, hold on. All right, Ruckus, go ahead. I know, go ahead, Ruckus. I know, I know, Jesse I know that Junior. you know, I know that you black. Come on, Jesse Junior. All right, Chuck. All right, Chuck. He heard you. He's let him finish. Yeah, yeah, Chuck. Okay, go ahead. Hold up. Hold up, Beta Mel. Okay, Jesse. Listen. All right, Jesse. I'm going to put you on hold, Chuck, because you keep on interrupting like a woman. Yeah, put him on hold. All right, he's on hold. Silence him. Yeah, (laughs) you silence now. Listen, Chuck, you a straight clown, bro. You come on here, you you try to do the same thing T and all them other clowns do, trying to put hate down, not knowing that God is for the whole world. I actually referenced that in the Bible many times. God came for the whole, the whole entire world, not just one people, not just black people. I don't know why you think you, you're so special and you think you're so better and you calling my main man hate out, calling him pink and all that kind of stuff. And then you want to sit here and call me a, a, a Uncle Tom and a coon, which I also think is hilarious because <laughs> you blacks do the same thing over and over again. Y'all call names like a little kid or something. You think it's going to hurt our feelings. We laugh at you. The same way you sit there and say you laugh at hate with your little... Uh, uh, beta male family members and all them and, and beta female family members and all them the same way you sit there and laugh with them is the same way we sit here in the chat when we when we viewing hate show, uh, show and we sit here and laugh at you as well you Good know what i'm saying you get the you, you get you get you get the great laughter from us as well my man so uh thank you for entertaining us and also thank you for giving uh hate views and support you know what i'm saying even though yeah. you pretty much hate even though you pretty much hate the dude you, you you might not you might not sit there and say hey I hate you hate but you hate him you hate him you hate that he's white 
and you the new races. Matter of fact, all uh, blacks that you the blacks that think dislike you are the new races, man. You sound you, you come on here and you sound racist. Okay. And I don't even think I, I don't even think you understand that you becoming what you hate. I don't even think you even aware of that because you're so lost in the sauce, man, and you're not aware of what's really going on out here. So you can sit there and call me and hate names and do all that, you know, think it's so comical. Oh, ha-ha, I'm going to go laugh at home with my friends and family. Ha-ha, look what I said on Hake Show. You sound lame, bro, and you and you sound racist, and you sound like a beta male, and it's as simple as that. You all know right. what I'm saying? You can you, you take it how you want to take it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, Lord Grimm, thank you. I will put Chuck on because I want to keep this orderly. Yeah. Chuck, you want to respond to Lord Grimm? I had you on hold so nobody could hear you. You did that. Yeah. That's cool. I appreciate that. All right. Yes, by all means. Yeah, I, yeah there him. you go. By all means. Hey, and tune him out. Hey, mute him out if he interrupt me. If he does, hey, I will listen. mute him. Thank you. I, I, you're starting to be all right, hey. Now listen, <laughs> to you, uh, listen to here. You're talking about I sound like this. And listen, this ain't the uh, tit for tat. You know what you, the vibe we get from you? You sound like a gay dude that ain't told his daddy yet. Like you uncomfortable. Why are you, you why are you being, why are you being slanderous, Chuck? No, I don't mean to, I don't, I'm just saying the vibe. Like he said, he was slander. He said I sound like a. He said something. I wasn't paying. But he didn't say gay. He didn't. He didn't try to slander you. And you know what's funny about you? You know what? You know Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Chuck. Hold on. Chuck. I'm gonna respond real quick. Yeah, let's, let Lord Grimm respond because that was nasty. Let me let me let me respond real quick. I'll let Chuck. I will let you talk. I'll let you talk, Chuck. But Lord Grimm has to respond to that. Hold on, Chuck. Hold on. Remember when you remember when you said I sound like a or or I'm an Uncle Tom or Uncle Rugger? You know what? You sound like you look like Uncle Ruggers. How about that? You sound like you look like okay. Uncle Ruggers. You sound like a fat uh, black dude <laughs> who, who mad and but angry listen. at the world because you right, can't come up. Look. You sound you sound like you look okay. like Uncle Ruggers. All right, back to that? Chuck. Back to Chuck. How about that? Okay, thank we got to wrap this thank up. You. Thank you. All right, thank you. Uh, what yeah, else? Yeah, oh, yeah. When you, you said, uh, <laughs> hey, mute, please mute him so I can give it to him. Go ahead. Hey, if, he, said, if, he, if he talks more, I'll, I'll mute him. But go ahead, Chuck. All right. Hey, you said uh, you said y'all over there laughing, right? When I get yeah. on the mic, for the record, that's what I do. I always make people laugh. That's what I specialize I in. I know my calling. So they, hey, when I'm dropping the bomb, and it, it's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be funny. You talk, yeah. be laughing at hate because he's trying uh -huh. to be funny. You laughing uh -huh. at me because I am funny. Wow. I'm saying oh, it in deep. a silly way. I'm saying oh. it in a silly way. If po oh. hey, hey, you know what a comic do? He tells the truth. And that's what we <laughs> laugh at. His truth. Uh, <laughs> you, oh, did yeah. you get that? All right, guys. Yeah. Nah. nah, nah, nah. Hold on, let me respond. Oh, not all, not all, not all comics tell the truth. Not all comics tell the truth. Some, yeah. some people, some people, some people just hold on, you, hold on, hold all on. Let me, let me respond. Beta male, hold on, man. Yeah, you I already gave you guys two minutes. I'm too soft. Too nice. You cut me up, really? Hey, hey, hey. Beta male, come on, man. Beta male, let him hold on, Chuck. Let me let him make the point about comics. Tell the truth. Okay, I really normally I don't talk to people that haven't come out the closet yet but go ahead that's, right, that's dirty man. chuck right, i told you man. gave you one warning already yeah all right, go, ahead. Listen. go ahead so, so you said you said all comics tell the truth or you said comics tell the truth that's not true my friend all, all comics don't ones. tell the truth some, some nah nah some comics just look funny like yourself and just all right. they gotta do is just look funny and they and people laugh at them all and right. sometimes all they gotta do I is sound you. funny 
Sometimes all right. they got to Go ahead and finish, you. Chuck. Go ahead and, and finish. And, and, and right, yeah, right. Hey, you know hey, what listen, I'm saying? You sound, <laughs> hey, listen. You sound like you suck your thumb. You know what I mean? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's what you sound oh, like. You, All right. You a typical, you a Thank you, guys. Black. You know that? You a typical hey, nasty Hey, tell your black. people to laugh at that. You a typical nasty You still black. suck your thumb. Hey, Thank you, Chuck. Have a good day, man. man. You can't come up in life. Trying to put the white man hey. down when the white man got nothing to do with you. Yeah. All right, white boy. I talk not, uh, not you, you hate. I'm talking male, about the, other, you, you, the you white boy right there. All right, white boy. All right, white boy. Tell your people. Hey, tell your people I'll be on tomorrow, white boy. Hold on, Chuck. Hold on, Chuck. We heard oh, you the first man. time. I put Chuck on oh, hold. Man. All right, Lord Graham, appreciate it, man. All right, hold on, hold on. Let me say this real quick before you continue with him, real quick. Chuck, you are really a funny dude, man. And I don't see, I don't, I don't think you see how much hate you have in you, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and and just you know, this is off the record. Um, I don't really got to say this, but I'm just gonna put it out there. I'm tall as hell. I'm handsome as hell. You know what I'm saying? I'm six six, <laughs> bro. I get women without even trying, my friend. Like I get women literally without even trying. I ain't even trying to brag about it. I'm nice. just being real. You know what I'm saying? But that, you know, that's neither here or there. Anyways, Chuck, I wish you well, my man. Even though you hate me, you probably hate uh, anybody who disagrees with you, like the typical liberal does. Um, but I still love you, man, and I wish you well in life, man. But you are beta male, um, and that's just what it is, man. So take it how you like. I said, take it how you want to take it. All right, Ch- uh, Lord Graham, appreciate you, man. Take care. All right, all right, uh, Chuck. Chuck, last words. Yes, Go for it. Thirty seconds. Uh, well, really, I just had wanted to talk to you, but I respond to that brother. Now listen, uh, that brother. See, when they go back to slavery, <clears throat> excuse me, he even got me worked up. 20. But when, uh, the, the slave master would send him out to uh, get the slaves. He's the one that they would send out. And you're the slave master. So he's a I'm foreman. The, he's a boss. He's your yeah. boss. Yeah. Ten. Yeah, on the slave, on the <laughs> plantation. Yeah. Yeah, he is. But guess who you are, and we can hang up. I ain't going to be dirty. I okay. ain't going to be dirty. All right. But you're the slave you're the slave master. Nice. Guess who I am? Guess who I am? Who are you? I'm the rebellious slave that you better watch yourself. You better stay strapped. We on the plantation I'm talking about. I'm talking about... That's not, a, that's not a threat, is it, Chuck? I, no, I just All right. said we talking in slavery sense. So this is metaphorical. Yes. All right. There you go. All right, so Chuck. Thank you, slave? man. Oh, you ain't going to let me do it? What, what, what were you going to do? I'm trying to tell you. You're the rebellious. You're Nat Turner. Yeah, 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 yes. I'm Nat Turner. Okay. Re- not, you understand who I am, don't yeah. you? All so, right. on the plantation, Gotta if go, man. you was on the plantation, I would dare you to slip up and not have your weapon around me on the plantation. I'll do like Nat Turner did, y'all. Wow. All right, man. All and right. I'll just see y'all tomorrow. Great show, hey. Thank you. See you tomorrow. Take care. Right. All right. Wow. What a mess. I will get to Samuel in Sweden right after this break. Samuel, appreciate you hanging on there, man. This is another 90-pound worst song called Intermediate Laceration. <laughs> Prepare to lacerate your hearing, your ears. And then I will, be, uh, um, I will be getting back to calls. I have a caller from Brooklyn. Dan from Brooklyn, I think, is back on the line. I think he says being anti-transgender is not Christian. Samuel in Sweden, I gotta get back to him and your super chats, but enjoy 90 Pound Wuss.
and I'll be back in a couple of, in a few minutes here. Hang tight. Don't you love this? If you don't, I still love you. Hake's about to do some push-ups right now because of that last caller, says PJ909. Yeah, my body is my weapon. Nat Turner, I think, was an evil guy. This is the passion of a... Uh, Man, trying to be a Christian. This music sounds so demonic. Come on, hey, what the? Why do you play this mess? Do they pay you for it? No, I haven't talked to this guy in a while. Instead of singer or vocals, he's called throat. That's Jeff Suffering singing or rapping. Hey, clean them fingernails. Yeah, they're clean. It just has some turmeric, turmeric, turmeric on it. For the podcast listeners, I was showing the lyrics on this 91 Pound Wuss album. <laughs> That guy had a big mouth. His last caller. The inside album cover 
or the under underneath the tray for this CD, because I used to buy CDs back in 1999. It says, no future for anyone. Reminds me of what Jesse Lee Peterson says, except this is talking about hope, I guess. But there is no past or future. That's what JLP says. Maybe he's right. I guess this guy, it says, I ache for knowledge. Is it ache for knowledge? I don't know what he means by that. Is this ringing, is this screeching obnoxious or no? Is it obnoxious? <laughs> is the singer in pain? Asks Keith Thornton. Emotional pain, at least. Well, I appreciate you guys bearing with me. This was stuff that seems like he was conflicted. Maybe he got into some woman. Got all excited about some woman, thinking he's a Christian. And it didn't work out. We are back, guys. Back. Lin Yen Chin with the Trovo colorful chat says, Chuck, in your slave fantasy, I am catcher free man, as described by Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> Very nice, Lin Yen Chin. He also says, Lin Yen Chin also references a prior caller, Art, from Ohio, and says, Art, like me, is black. Unlike me, he has a feather nation mixed in as he flies high in his black Hebrew-Israelite paradigm. In all that mess, he is still smarter than me, and he is wise, decent. Nice. Very nice and complimentary Lin Yen Chin. James, you should do at least bright lights again, man. <laughs> Says Savage Pitbull over there. What's up? Shout out to the D-Live crew. Faithful few. Mighty Mike says, Howdy, Hake. Tell Art. Art is a favorite among the, call- among the listeners, the viewers. Tell Art I said howdy. And Harris County Repin. Repin. Oh, <laughs> Repin. Harris County Repin. Says Mighty Mike. He will know what that means. So Art in Ohio, Mighty Mike says, Howdy. And Harris County Repin. As in representing. That's black for representing. Or maybe it's white now because 20 years later we start to pick up their slang. Very nice. Appreciate the positive vibes from these super chatters. There's a whole lot of imaginary racism going around, but I have to get to Samuel in Sweden. Been on hold forever. We, his phone wasn't... I couldn't hear him when I tried to go to him, and then I got to Chuck, and we got all... The train went way off the rails. <laughs> What's up, Samuel? How are you doing in Sweden? I'm doing well in Sweden. Sweden uh, have become a lot colder, and... It's a lot nicer now. A lot colder, yeah. and it's nice now. Okay. Well, did it get, yeah, does it get I hot mean, and I muggy? Was, does it get humid? Not really humid. I was just uh, sick and tired of sweating and you know, <laughs> waking up in the puddle of my sweat. Do you guys have now, AC? You, know, you, you don't have... No, I don't have AC. Wow. I never had AC. <laughs> but now I don't need one because nice. it's okay temperature. And... Um, uh, well, it was fun to listen to the uh, black guys. Uh, were, was it one black and one white? You no, know, they uh, were both black. Uh, I think that um, it, I think that uh, Chuck from Detroit thinks it's a an insult to call a, a black man white a white man or a white boy. 
And so he was trying to insult Lord Grimm. But Lord Grimm is ah. a, a black man, and he is a man, and uh, Chuck is not a man. <laughs> so, well, it felt like I was uh, watching an episode of Jerry Springer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Very entertaining. Very nice. Yep. Yes, very entertaining. Well, you know, you said something about the Pizza Gate early in the, uh, your stream. Yeah. The Pizza Gate. And, um, you know, when I called you a day or two ago, I talked about, you know, the elite keeping things secret. I mean, now we don't know, you know, what's going on, you know, Pizza Gate and that thing. But I mean, there's so many things happening, happened that there need to be a big apparatus to keep everything secret. I mean, you take, for example, I was thinking of all the crazy thing, you know, there were royalties in Canada. I guess 30, 40 years ago, they went out on a picnic with a lot of Indian children. I guess it's wrong to call them Indian, but whatever. And those children never came back. And it's just kept silent. No reporters talk about it. And, you know, we got the story about um, the Hillary Clinton and the suiciders, you know, all the people around her. And it's just absolutely quiet. And I, you know, I see it everywhere. It's, it's like there's no, it's a big apparatus keeping silent about all these things. So, yeah, yeah that, that, I mean, you really, and the only person that I know that being kind of high up, uh, let's see if I can remember his name here. Oh, Lord, he's sleeping. But you know that NSA agent um, who escaped to Russia? Yeah, Snowden. Snowden, yes, yeah, Snowden. I mean, there's, there's like a miracle that one person from that elitist part would go out and tell everyone. And what did he tell? Well, that they're listening to everyone, that everyone is, you know, considered you know, a enemy and it's to the state or whatever, because everyone is, uh, you know, wiretapped. And, yeah. you know, people don't really talk about it. I mean, he said it, well, all the mainstream media just keep silent about it. He said everybody, every single person is wiretapped. Everything you do, right. you know, that's, and that's just one, you know, one part of the government, one part of everything. Yeah. And you know, there's so many things. So, yeah, when I hear someone and uh, saying that, well, someone should have gone and said if there is a conspiracy, well, <laughs> you know, that would be a miracle, you know. It's, but uh, I, I, I guess I was like that once. Now, it's a second thing, I, I'm going to try to keep it short because I call you as often, but I was thinking, you know, this is another topic, but people always find things to talk down on you. And I was thinking a lot about Jesus. I mean... They couldn't really say anything negative about his message. So they attacked him for what he ate, what he drank. Yep. And I mean, and I honestly, if he came today, a lot of the people, you know, being in the chat, uh, in your chat, in Yes, Lippi's chat, they would say, oh, Jesus is emotional. He's, uh, you know, he's, you know, angry. He's passionate because, you know, he was crying. He beat people up, you know, he was, uh, you know, whatever, it's just people will always find different things uh, uh, to kind of attack the character. But, uh, you know, I have 
Honestly, I just say it because the only thing you can do is to shake yourself. And I say, like, right. I, I shake myself. Because Good. I start to realize, ooh, who have I kind of uh, misjudged or uh, or judged, actually, just based on character and didn't listen to the message or whatever, you know. I start, because, and honestly, I can't help anybody else, but I can always try to wake up myself. Yeah. Well, you... I don't think that you're wrong. There is a lot of uh there is a lot of people who are are eager to judge people. And uh even the people who are who agree with JLP, the truth that JLP says, a lot of times that that just becomes another um aspect of knowledge that they're into and it just puffs them up. And you saw that going on, on on Sunday with that young lady who was, um, you know, church with Jesse Lee Peterson. I'm the producer for it. Um, there was a young lady there who was uh, hung up on the woman thing. <laughs> on the fact that women are evil and she couldn't admit that women are evil without saying, oh, but men are evil too. And there were people laughing about it and uh, it was uh, ungracious. People are ungracious. Very true. Well, uh, you know, it's, I said in the chat that now it's become a comedy. It's not church anymore. It's a comedy show. But uh, It's not I church mean, anymore? You, you don't think it's church anymore? You're no, talking about church with Jesse Lee Peterson? Went, no, but when a woman started to uh, take charge of everything. Oh, she, are, are you talking about in on this last week's church? Yeah, or, or were you talking about something... Yeah, I was talking about this past week's church. No, it's not a comedy show. It's a, it's a, I think it's, I think it was fair to let them answer their questions and then people can check themselves because a lot of times people don't have patience with others who can't, who can't see an aspect of reality that they can see and people get all up, up on their high horse or all high and mighty and, and judge other people. Well, if you're thinking about the same woman, I mean, there was a woman who was talking a lot, and it was apparent that she could not see. Right. And it was just, she was just kind of uh, attacking or, like, going against everything. And, I mean, it just became, it's a silly thing, because, you know, usually the church is about uh, sharing and learning, and she was not there to learn anything. And I would have thrown her out with her head first if I was the pastor. <laughs> wow. Dang. No grace. Yeah. <laughs> no grace. No mercy. Well, women should, women should be silent in the church, you know, to start with. So, I mean, I wouldn't have that problem if I, <laughs> if I had a church. All right. <laughs> yeah. But then, I mean, women are supposed to ask their husbands at home, but many women don't have husbands at home anymore. So we have to do it in the church well, now. Well, I heard Steve Anderson talk about it, and I said, too bad. If you don't have a husband talk about you, it's just lost case. You're not going to have the say in the church. You know, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. He's got his own issues himself. But <laughs> Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Samuel, I appreciate it, man. It's good to hear from you. Yeah, nice, nice talking with you. And, and you do the silent prayer, right? Don't, don't you tell people to do it? Yeah. Yeah. I've heard you on your show talking about it a lot. Yes. Uh, it's. Were you thinking of something? 
No, somebody was ask somebody in the chat was asking if you do the silent prayer. Yes, I do. I do it uh, two times. First thing, or last and last thing, and nice. in, in the middle if I need to. All right, man. Well, have a good one, Samuel. Appreciate you. What time is it in Sweden right now? It's uh, half. Let's say it's seven thirty p.m. Okay. Nice. Have a nice evening, man. Take care. Yeah, the same. All right. <laughs> Very nice. Let me get to this story before I get to Dan in Brooklyn, New York, coming up next. Hang on, guys. I will be getting to you. There's this imaginary racism thing being pushed big time. Big time. I got this from the internet. It is White History Month. Happy White History Month. California has made, or is making, quote-unquote, ethnic studies mandatory for graduating from community college. I went to community college right out of high school, 1999. I graduated in 01, May of 01 or something like that. And I did not have to take ethnic studies at Pasadena City College where I went. Jesse Owens went to Pasadena City College, I think. I think my father even went to Pasadena City College. It might have been called Pasadena Junior College back then. But it's a community college in California. I think it was like $12 a unit when I was going. Can you believe that? If you guys know about anything about college and how much units cost, you take a class, it's one unit or four units or two units or three units. And it was $12 a unit, so it wasn't too expensive. Subsidized, probably. Thank you actual taxpayers. (laughs) But the internet reports that this is replacing school curriculum with race propaganda. Anti-white, anti-Christian, anti-American brainwashing in the community colleges. And people think that they learn stuff from these places. One thing that I did take in community college was this thing called critical thinking. And it was run by this sort of weird, likable, but weird Female, short, Criti- teaching critical thinking. And the, um, the soft pa- soft-backed paperback textbook had all these references to uh, logical fallacies. And their examples of logical fallacies were remarks that, that Rush Limbaugh made. <laughs> They're trying to act like, oh, Rush Limbaugh is a whole, is chock full of logical fallacies. These academics. They can't win in reality, so they have to brainwash the children, the young people. They're not children who are, effect in their mindsets, these are children still. They try to pe- keep free people from growing up. But they teach, that, oh, these are logical fallacies. Ad hominem is a logical fallacy. Double standard is a logical fallacy. Slippery slope is a logical fallacy. All lies. Because I'll tell you one thing. Ad hominem is very valid. You look at the people who are pushing these laws or making these arguments, they're evil people. Should not be listened to. Evil people cannot come up with good arguments. Okay? So that's one, that's one logical fallacy debunked. Here's another logical fallacy. Double standard. We plainly see the double standard between Trump and how they treat Trump and how they treat Sleepy Joe. 
And we plainly see the double standard between how they treat the Black Lives Matter insurrection against America and the mostly peaceful protest. And the Black Lives Matter insurrection was called a bunch of mostly peaceful protests, by the way. 93% peaceful. Or 97% peaceful. (laughs) And then we had a 99.9% peaceful, uh, mostly peaceful protest in the Capitol, and it was called an insurrection. Or look at uh, how they treated the whites over in Charlottesville. It's a total double standard. But that's a logical fallacy because you're not addressing the merits of the argument. No, you guys are evil people. You, you are not consistent. You are not actually justice-minded. Here's another fake logical p- fallacy. Oh, the slippery slope. If we allow gay marriage, soon they'll be turning into trans... They'll be saying we should accept transgenders. Oh, that happened. If we let the gays out of the closet, they'll want same-sex marriage. They'll want to abolish marriage. Oh, that's already happening. So the slippery slope has proved to be true. Evil grows. When you leave it unchecked, it goes out of control. You'd be shocked at, the, at yourself at the depths that you sink over the things that you do when you give in to evil. It's, it's a fact. And so these community colleges are a joke. They just train people into thinking that they know how to think. <laughs> Give me a break. So, yes, uh, there's this, this article that I saw on the internet. Shout out to the internet. Exp- and embeds a 2014 YouTube video, Why Ethnic Studies Matters. And it's by this guy, Ron Espiritu. Espiritu. It's a TEDx talk from Amherst College. But this is a report from Campus Reform that was shared by the internet. California's community college students are now required to fulfill an ethnic studies requirement in order to graduate. I graduated. I got an AA and an AS. So proud of myself. I graduated from community college. (laughs) Uh, AA is associates in arts and associates in science. Dang, I got both. I don't know. Don't ask me how. Uh, July 13th, California's Community College's Board of Governors announced students seeking an associate's degree must complete a three-unit semester or four-unit quarter class in ethnic studies. Task Force will work to determine the timing for implementation of the ethnic studies requirement as well as definition of the courses that will satisfy the requirement. Basically, I mean, imagine if we had, oh, you need to, you need to take a Bible class. You need to, fulf- you need to complete a Bible class because you need to be uh, you need to understand what, um, what the Bible says. Imagine if we had that. They would be raising Cain about it, but no, they want their own fake Bible. They want their own fake Bible. As the largest and most diverse, there's a key word for, for evil, system of higher education, which is a joke, in the country, we have the opportunity to break down barriers to equity, said Board of... Board of Governors President, female president, I, I assume, Pamela Haynes, unless it's a transgender, said in a press release, by building a faculty and staff that look like the students, that's a buzzword for get rid of the whites, because we've been importing all kinds of POCs, people of so-called color, into the country, I mean into the state of California, sanctuary state, by building a Faculty and staff that look like the students and communities we serve. Evil. And by putting diversity, equity, and inclusion, DEI, and anti-racism, which means anti-truth. Anti-truth. Anti-white. At the heart of our work, 
You don't have a heart? We can help create a system that truly works for all students. California Community Colleges, the largest system of so-called higher education in the country, instructs over 2.1 million students at 116 schools across the United States. Ethnic studies and anti-racism trainings have incorporated the doctrines of critical race theory, which is a Marxist left-wing, not just left-wing, anti-American, just outright evil uh, framework positing that white people in America are an oppressor group while racial minorities are an oppressed group. Joke. California's new K-12, kindergarten through 12th grade, by the way, this is before, this is when they are actual children or at least minors. Ethnic studies model curriculum. California's new K-12 ethnic studies model curriculum, for example, stresses the importance of intersectionality, which is a buzzword some of you have heard of. That's like, not only are you black, you're up black and gay and a woman, so I am triple So you are triple oppressed. (laughs) Intersectionality. Which recognizes that people have different overlapping identities. Which they're not identities. It's not who they are. It's either what they are or it's what they're into. Which is degenerate. Which recognizes that people have different overlapping identities. For example, a transgender Latina or a Jewish African American in defining ethnic studies. The Chancellor's Office... Public Information Officer of California Community Colleges, Rafael Chavez, confirmed to campus reform that there is no way for students to opt out of their requirement. What a disgrace. Sick, huh? So there, and then that's giving radicals, evil people, built-in jobs paid for by taxpayers, by the way. Sick! Speaking of California, real quick, let me play this clip and then I will get to calls. Clip 11, finally. This is from CBS 8 San Diego. San Diegans are concerned about the increase in homelessness encampments. It's about two and a half minutes long. Listen to this report, and I'll tell you a little bit more about it. San Diego Mayor Todd Gloria says resolving homelessness is a top priority for his administration. But we've heard from several News 8 viewers who tell us they have seen more encampments popping up lately and that the problem is getting worse. We're hearing from viewers who say they're seeing encampments grow or pop up in odd places. One of them is located on this hillside in Talmadge. Now you can't see it from the row where we're standing, but from above, it's a different story. I'm guessing 25 or 30 people there. Eric Sands had no idea about the homeless encampment across the canyon from his Alvarado Estates home until just recently when he stumbled upon it while flying his drone. This particular encampment, which is huge, uh, you can't see either from the street or from the homes. Eric posted the video online sparking concern from other nearby residents. He says not only have some of the homeless people living in the encampment access their homes, but they've started fires as well. In fact, emergency crews were there Monday night putting one out. As you see with all the fires that happen here periodically, it's very easy for these canyons to just explode uh, because of one bad mishap. A few miles away under the 163 near Fashion Valley, another encampment has neighbors there just as upset. I have personally seen it get worse. Louis Luke Jr. says this particular one sprung up within the past six months. He claims to have seen homeless people relieving themselves in the street, leaving behind trash and trespassing. Unfortunately, we don't take care of the problem now it's just going to perpetuate and get worse. Lewis says he and his neighbors have called a non-emergency line several times. And what have they done? Uh, nothing. We took their concerns to the city. Spokesperson Jose Isaya acknowledged the problem, saying there are more homeless people living in the streets. 
Since uh, the pandemic has been winding down, we've seen shelters that are still not at full capacity, so there are more unsheltered people out in the community. He says the mayor has allocated an additional $1 million to address a homeless issue by getting the word out about housing and other services, adding the best way to report an encampment is through the Get It Done app. Still, he warns it's not going to be solved overnight. It's not just about clearing out and cleaning up, but also providing the resources, the medical, social resources that these folks need uh, oh, to gosh. let them uh, live better lives. If there's a concern in your neighborhood you'd like us to look into, just email us at your stories at kfmb.com. Terrible, huh? And then you hear about the homeless setting fires, right? It's not the homeless, it's climate change. <laughs> what a mess. Speaking of homeless people, so-called homeless, the bums, relieving themselves in the streets, I've seen them do it right across the street, right outside this uh, door to AutoZone. I don't even want to repeat it. I have the Citizen app, and I, some woman was, ex, was exposing herself right in front of Bond. Or on the corner, anyway. On the corner. We don't, let them, we don't let them hang around Bond. We run them off. I'm serious, we do. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. But um, I noticed, by the way, this reporter woman referred to that, I assume he's a male, he looks like a male, as a spokesperson. It's a spokesman. It's a spokesman. And that spokesman talked about Re- it's not just clearing out and cleaning up. It's giving them resources that they need. They don't need that. Meanwhile, the internet reports, and Fox News too, also shared by the far-left enemies of America, Yahoo News, even admitting that, San Diego citizens say that random attacks by homeless people are happening, and it's like the walking dead. Walking through America's finest city, I guess that's what San Diego people used to call themselves, America's finest city, shouldn't feel like you're in The Walking Dead, said Aislinn Fava. She told that to NBC San Diego. They're asking for police and city officials to do more to control random attacks by homeless people, bums, in parts of the city. Aislinn Fava, A-I-S-L-I-N-N, Aislinn? Fava has not made it beyond the sidewalk of her apartment building alone, alone by herself since a homeless man attacked her three weeks ago. This was reported, I think, July 17th or so on Saturday, this past Saturday. So in late June, I guess she was attacked. He reportedly punched her in the back of the head while she ran an errand to pick up a smoothie, then was hit again as the man attempted to steal her purse. The suspect was a, ma- a male, presumably, ma- named Giovanni Moore, arrested facing battery and robbery charges. I used to feel kind of invincible, Fava said. <laughs> and I felt really safe in San Diego. Yeah, I felt safe in San Diego at one point. I've been down there. Never thought anything like this could happen, ever. And that completely changed on that day. It's a wake-up call, woman. I wonder if she, what she, how she voted. <laughs> anyway. The incident comes amid an increase in violent attacks in recent weeks, with the mayor saying homelessness has also spiked in the last year. They shut down the communist shutdowns in response to the, in overreaction to the Chinese slash communist virus. And I call it communist because the people, the so-called people in charge here in America, 
their response is communist, right? They want to blame the pandemic, but they blame them, should blame themselves and the people who voted them in office. San Diego Police Department couldn't provide statistics on how many violent crimes involve homeless people. We have an uptick in violent crime in general, said Mayor Todd Gloria, a Democrat. Being homeless is not a crime. It should be. But being homeless is not a get-out-of-jail-free card either, he says. A lot of that has to do with the fact that during the pandemic, we had to enforce social distancing rules in our homeless shelters. That meant literally hundreds of our beds have not been able to be occupied. Fava and other victims of violent attacks are asking city officials to do more to protect the public. The thing that really freaks me out the most is that there wasn't anything I could do to prevent it, Fava said. I couldn't see it coming. I didn't exchange words with this guy, nothing. It was so bizarre, so random. It's kind of the freakiest part. Oh, real quick, since I have this, and then I will get to you guys. Dan in Brooklyn, you're coming up next. Look at this video. I think clip, uh, do I have one last clip, right? 13 or something? Watch this video. I th- you may have, I don't know, did we play this on the Jesse Lee Peterson show? I saw this on Fox News. I feel like I've been seeing it on Fox News for days. So sometimes I see these things and it feels like old news. But out of control black crime. TJ Maxx. I think these guys are blacks. Maybe they're Hispanics. Maybe they're black Hispanics. <laughs> Black people are stealing TJ Maxx merchandise with huge duffel bags and walk out carefree. Got this from the internet. Outspoken underscore Sam tweeted out this video. Look at this. Or listen. Shoplifters. That looks great. Hold on. This man's following them. It's kind of bold. I mean, their hands are full, so they can't do anything. Shameless. Come on. Come on, Zoe. Zoe? Is that a dog? Or is that a baby? What's up, guys? I want to see how far you guys get. (laughs) That was supposedly in... Oh, that's that's right there in La Cañada. That's a beautiful area. La Cañada Flint Ridge. In L.A. County. It's kind of like Glendale area, Pasadena area. It's kind of... it's uh, west of Pasadena, maybe, uh, I want to say, east of Glendale. It's beautiful. It's like the foothills. And these, these guys just shamelessly doing it. And there's been multiple videos of these people doing it. One guy on his bike grabbed a bunch of stuff at some store, and the uh, security guard tried to grab the, the uh, trash bag full of stuff. I haven't played that on my show, but it's just shameless. It's like out of control. (laughs) Due to leftist legislation, tweets outspoken Sam, this young woman, if the total of stolen goods is less than $900 or $950, it's non-prosecutable offense. And that's to get rid of the, uh, so there's whole shoplifting rings. They steal just enough. Resale stores pack and leave. Who will feel it? Rich politicians or everyday people? Yeah, it's, it's to uh, decrease the overcrowding. Oh, it's Granada Hills. Granada Hills. Is that near La Cañada? Flint Ridge? Anyway, according to LAPD, two unidentified suspects, even though their faces are quite clearly shown, I think, at least their profiles, entered about... Just in the early afternoon, 12.30, 1 p.m., 
grabbed dozens of items each, captured by a bystander video, leaving the store without paying, refused to pay, on Chatsworth Street in uh, Granada Hills. Maybe that's further on this side of uh, Glendale. That looks great, the guy said. 2014, California voters passed a proposition, suckers, that reclassified thefts under $950 as a misdemeanor, not a felony. Gavin Grusom claimed, according to Alex Michelson, another reporter, the proposition has allowed for more investment in local communities, and we're not going to walk away from that, he says. Evil stuff, huh? Out of control. But they're going after the... Those insurrectionists who <laughs> didn't do anything. <laughs> what a mess. Let me finally, finally get to Dan in Brooklyn, New York. Dan, thank you for holding. Now, How are you? One thing, I'm doing great. One thing the insurrectionists did do is they abided by the uh, 6 o'clock curfew. <laughs> yeah. When they got that text that they had to be home by 6 o'clock, they all ran home at 6 o'clock because none of the conservatives wanted to get in trouble. Yeah, we That's are compliant. Docile, yes. as uh, art Yes, docile. It. And actually, that's what I was trying to talk about uh, last, the last time we talked, and you rudely hung, hung up on me. It wasn't rude. Um, well, you were rudely not was, answering the question. I was trying to be cute. All right? Okay, all right. The answer to that question is, are blacks more unruly now than back then? I would say they were more unruly back then. And I didn't, I said, I didn't they, compare anything to now versus back then. I said, are blacks out of control? I would say they're in control. They're, and they're in control. Say, they're not out of control. I say, uh, they're not out of control. They are in control. We are the ones who are out of control because we've been sitting on our hands. Who's controlling blacks? A Marxist system. Who's controlling they're blacks? In, uh, besides the uh, bes- besides the the Marxist banking system, no one has control over the blacks. The so blacks the Marxist are the ones banking in banking system. So they are out of control in that they're not under control of God. They don't believe in God. They are, they are puppets Black on a string of God. the Marxist banking system, is what you're saying. Yeah. So yeah, in other so words, you're we. being cute and, again. And, no, no, no. And so are they're you. They're being you controlled. Said, you just said. You're saying they're great. being controlled. Being controlled is still out uh, of control. As a society goes, as a society, we're, we're all minions, but as a society goes, the blacks are in control of this current society. Anyway. Oh, you mean they're controlling the society with the strength uh, Yeah, they're, the they're strength controlling of, the rhetoric, man, they're controlling you're, you're, this. You're dancing around my... You know what I'm asking you. And were you're dancing around it. Ridden, were they, were they so more crime-ridden? So make your point. But okay, point taken. Right. Whatever. Thank okay. you. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then you said something crazy. Uh, that uh, home, homelessness should be illegal? Yes. What? Yes. Why? Why? So we can... Remember when the banks got bailed out in 2008? Uh huh. So we can back those bankers that got bailed out in 2008. Homelessness should be. Do eighty percent of the land? I didn't say anything about the bankers. Eighty percent of the land west of the Mississippi Dan. is owned by the federal Dan. government. Damn! I didn't say anything about the bankers. Anytime you say homelessness should be illegal, you're backing the bankers. You're backing the Marxists. Whatever. Okay. Anyway, let's get to the real. So. We have a. I went to Montana this summer. I came back to Brooklyn. We have a real transgender issue, like in this country. It's like really uh, hitting critical mass here. Wouldn't you agree? 
it's it's getting it's it, it, we have a lot more transgenders than 20 years ago. Wouldn't you agree? Seems like it. Seems like it. Yeah. So I think we again. But they're in control. We, the transgenders are in control. No. Listen, <laughs> we we we're white men. We can't be victims, and we have to take responsibility. But you just admitted the bankers. You're just talking about the bankers, and the blacks are, are in control. With the support of the bankers, exactly. aren't the transgenders in control, control with the support we're, of the bankers? <laughs> we're sitting on our butts, pointing fingers at everyone Speak instead for of yourself. getting our hands dirty. Anyway, go okay. ahead. Okay. Uh, after it, on the Sermon of the Mount, after Jesus addresses marriage and says that if you're married and you cheat on your wife and your marriage is over, and another man comes along to that wife and tries to, you know. Be married to her. He can't because that's adultery. And I don't that's know like, if that's what Jesus said. Yeah, that's what Jesus said. In the I don't Sermon think that that's. Mount. I don't think that's what he said. Ch- chapter nineteen. Uh, that's probably text ten or eleven. Uh, that's not then, what he said. Then, chapter nineteen, uh, uh, Matthew chapter nineteen, verse twelve. He addresses homosexuality and the transgender issue, and he says. And then there are eunuchs. Some eunuchs are born that way of their mother's womb. Some eunuchs become eunuchs of men. Some eunuchs become eunuchs for heaven's sake. And those that can receive the love of God, let them receive it. That's what he says. And eunuchs were basically trannies back then. I mean, they would cut their penises off so they Whoa, could man, pass Dan, through the hole. Dan. Anyway, I'm hanging up on him. He's a mess. Sorry, guys. Sorry, kids. That's nasty. Dan, you're out of control. And by the way, uh, fan of the ladies is, is fan of the ladies. What's wrong with you? You're claiming that that's what Jesus said. Jesus said. Jesus didn't say, "Oh, she cheats on him and he divorces her," or "She cheats on her and he didn't say anything about cheating." It said, "If you divorce and remarry," it didn't say che- anything about cheating. So he didn't. He he got it wrong. And he's twist, yeah, to- this guy is a snake, says take care of business bear. Yeah, I think you're right, man. I should have hung up on him before that. Dan, you are a mess. Maybe he really likes us and he's just off, he doesn't know. Dan the subverter. Yeah, I mean, I... I know divorce and remarriage is adultery. That's not what I was talking about. He said if, he, if they cheat and then divorce, which, is, which wasn't mentioned with divorce and remarriage being adultery. So he was, uh, he was butchering it. Sick. What a sick person. Let me get to quickly Paul, a first-time caller in North Carolina. I'm going to try to end on time because I have these. More 90-pound wuss song to play. One more 90-pound wuss song to play. <laughs> Paul, first-time caller in North Carolina. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Fine. Uh, I was coming to ask what you think about Nick Fuentes. Nick Fuentes? What yeah. I think of him? Oh, he's yeah. nice. Nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, and what I think that he's, his, uh... he's a Catholic, right? He's trying to be a... Yeah. And he's like a conservative yeah. guy. And um, yeah. he's... He's basically, as far as I've ever seen, basically for what's right. He yeah. says some edgy jokes. Yeah. And it, like, he, and it got on the, on the bad <laughs> side of 
memorably Sebastian Gorka, <laughs> who said, yeah. why is he still on Twitter? I think he's been banned from Twitter in yeah, he got just recently. He's yeah. banned on, off everything. Yeah. What do you think of him? From, I like him. I yeah. Think, I think he gets a lot of things right. Yeah. And I think he's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Young man, too. Yeah. Or male. He should move out, though. He should move out of his, of his parents' Yeah, house. yeah, he should move out of his parents' He's, house. He has plenty of money. He doesn't need to... Anyway. Yeah. But uh, that's his <laughs> life. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you think about the Catholics? I like... Uh, I like the Catholics who are like uh, like Nick or like Vincent James. Is it seems like a decent Catholic? Yeah. And um, so there's some Catholics I I like. I grew up. There were some Catholics in my uh, among my friends or something or neighbors anyway, who were decent people. Some of them are pretty liberal. There's a lot of Catholic charities. I'm extremely leery about, and I don't think that yeah, they ha- they're, have they're, any business in America. They are, yeah. they're, like, the Catholic establishment is pure evil. Same, yeah. honestly, with yeah, the Christian the, establishment. The Pope isn't even really the Pope. Yeah, I think like, you were right Frank about that. isn't really a Pope. Yeah. He's just, he just leads over in the Vatican. Enemies of America, enemies of real Christians. Yeah. Yeah. The, the church has been taken over by Satan. Yeah, it's kind of like in Jesus' day. You know how Jesus yeah. called out the establishment Jewish people? And yeah. uh, it's the same thing with the Catholic establishment and the Christian establishment. It is so yeah, yeah. He mentions like the synagogue of Satan. Those who claim they are Jewish but are not right, they are not, but a synagogue of Satan. Exactly. That's those who are claim they are Christian or claim they are Catholic Christians and are n- nothing to do with Christ. Away from me, I never knew you. Jesus is going to tell them. Yeah. Yeah. So we each have to check ourselves, test yourselves. To see whether you're in the faith. Yep. Yeah. Nice. How old are you, Paul? 15. Wow, you're 15? Awesome. Yeah. So does that mean you're a Zoomer or are you younger than a Zoomer? I'm a Zoomer. Nice. Wow, what an honor. (laughs) (laughs) How'd you find the show? It's an honor too, hey. Uh, Well, I found Jesse and then Jesse put me on your show. Nice. That's cool. And I found Jesse... Through the one where it was like, uh, do you love the Jews? Okay. And then he was like, do you love the white people? And that's how I found them. Nice. So are you Catholic? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You were raised that way? Yeah. Um, are your parents pretty conservative? Yeah. Cool, man. Nice. You going to public school or private school or homeschool? Just out of curiosity, not to dox yourself. Public. <laughs> hate it. There's what? like a bunch of gay acceptance and trans acceptance stuff yeah. there. Ugh. Man, it wasn't even that bad 20-some years ago when I was in school. It's ridiculous. It, we weren't even... I mean, there was a few people. I remember one person saying, Oh, there's this thing that's called homophobia. And then he, oh, t- yeah. and he told this Egyptian... Uh, she was a salutatorian. Egyptian Muslim girl... I'm I'm gay, and she's all, oh, get away from me. And he's all, oh, my God, you are homophobic. <laughs> and it was this new word Dude, or something I, like that. Ridiculous. Hey, I got to go. All right, uh, thanks, I gotta Paul. Go I got to go, too. Take care, man. Okay. All right, hey, bye. You take care, too. Thanks. Nice guy. 
Guys, thehakereport.com, jessieleepeterson.com. This is 90 Pound Wuss. I think we have time for it. Uh, what I Am. This is actually my favorite song on the shorthand Operation 1999 album. What I Am. Enjoy or don't. Take care. Hopefully see you tomorrow. 90 Pound Wuss.